0: The Cana Connection podcast. On this special spotlight edition of the Cana Connection podcast, we are talking with some fellow Canaers and fellow new er members of the Cana team. They are the doctors, Hooser, Margaret, and Greg. And today we have a guest host for the spotlight edition, and it is Cassie Mcrosty. Go ahead, Cassie, take it away.
1: Hello, my name is Cassie Mcrosty. I'm the digital media coordinator here at cana and today with me i have margaret and greg thanks for being on the podcast we love having y'all here we kind of just want to get to know your story and um you know kind of your journey to cana and you know get into a little bit of how your time has been at cana and what you guys do um so if both of you either one of y'all can go first whichever one um, give us a quick overview of your position and
2: kind of what y'all do. Yeah. Hi, thanks. Uh, my name is Greg Hooser. Um, I'm a senior operations research analyst at Cana. I've been working on the one particular project with the Office of Naval Research for since uh, 3 April. That's when I started.
3: Hello, everyone. I'm Margaret. Um, I am also a senior operations research analyst at Cana. Uh, I've been here... Uh, over a year and a half. And I've worked on a number of different projects um, with commercial clients and government clients doing a lot of transportation logistics and modeling, but also some data analysis. Nice.
1: So both of you are senior operations research analysts. Kind of take us through both uh, of y'all's journeys of how you got to Cana. you know, came aboard the team, kind of just your journey and your career.
3: You should go first. Um, It's, been a long journey. Uh, so, I was, I'll start with college where I was going to graduate, and then I decided that I didn't want to get a real job. So, I went back to graduate school and I kept going back to graduate school all the way through uh, my PhD in operations research. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And towards the end of my degree, I got a job working at the Naval Post Graduate School, um, of course, during COVID. So, of course, it was remote. Um, and I did, I worked on a lot of interesting um, Navy, mostly Navy projects, but also some with the Marines. And I uh, was connected with our boss, um, Kena's director of analytics capabilities, Walt DeGrange, um, through a conference actually. And so whenever he posted a listing for Kena about, you know, hiring a senior operations research analyst, I said, this is kind of what I do day in and day out. And This seems more interesting. (laughs) So I I jumped ship, if you will, from the Naval Postgraduate School, and I was very sad to leave. I really enjoyed my time there and and my colleagues there, but I've really enjoyed coming on to Kena. And it is uh, very similar work, but uh, somewhat faster pace, which I appreciate compared to academia.
1: Nice. Obviously, Margaret, you came on first, and then Greg, you came on, which is kind of cool. Y'all are married, both working for the same company. Um, Greg, how did you get? to Cana,
2: Yeah. Yeah. So um, I started at the same place. I went to uh, undergrad and I started with material science engineering um, and then I realized about junior year that if I wanted to do the cool stuff with that, I'd need a PhD. That sounded terrible. So I jumped to industrial systems engineering so I could get a job straight out of undergrad, fell in love with it, decided that I did in fact need a PhD. And so I got myself a PhD in operations research. So that'll get you one way or another, I suppose. But uh, from there, I actually first worked with the Army while I was still finishing my graduate program. I worked with Army Futures Command out in Fort Leavenworth uh, in Kansas. And so really cool group of people, got a really early look at, uh, you know, kind of DOD work and uh, some of the military, you know, uh, some of the the interesting aspects of, of military projects and that kind of a thing. So worked with them for a good little bit. Um, From there, went to Bayer Crop Sciences and started doing large scale optimization. That's roughly what my dissertation was focused on. Um, And so that was a really interesting experience to apply some of my research, Um, get super technical, learn some some interesting stuff and a couple a little bit into that, uh, there's a job posting that went up on Kenny's website. Margaret said, hey, you should really look at this because this is kind of exactly what you do and this is what we need right now. And I was like, well, you know, okay. And she's like, yeah, I mean, everyone I work with is better than everyone you work with. So you should really <laughs> think about it. And so then she in my face that she likes her job better than I like my job and whatever. So interviewed, realized that she, she was right. Um, everyone she works with is better. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, applied. And uh, long story short, here we are. And I've uh, it's been phenomenal. Um, been really excited to be here. Uh, the work has been very interesting. Um, I haven't been doing as much of what I was originally, I think, hired for. But I think I've also been able to find some really interesting ways to continue to contribute. So so it's been great.
1: Yeah. I mean, as a pot of many different things, so I just want to get... You know, you get to dabble in everything. Um, what is it like for you both to be working at the same company? In the
3: <laughs> and uh, working
1: from home, too, I guess. You know, it's not like you guys go into an office every day. Yeah,
3: yeah. We have, we do have separate offices, so we go to different rooms every day. Um, they
2: share a wall. Yeah. <laughs> they share
0: a
3: wall. <laughs> uh, like, knock on it, like, hey, how you doing?
1: Yeah, <laughs> those, sometimes those rowdy
0: look- cane of meetings, you know, where you got to... <laughs>
3: Sometimes I listen in on his meetings if I'm really interested in what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's actually been really great. It reminds me a little bit of uh of grad school when we were in grad school together. You know, our dissertations were on two completely different topics, but we had enough knowledge of what was going on to kind of bounce ideas off each other. So sometimes if one of us is really stuck on a problem, we'll go out uh flaneuring.
2: Flaneuring, yeah, that's full
3: um, where we walk around and we talk about the problem, and, okay, how would we solve it? And what if we did it this way? Or have you thought of doing it that way? So it's really nice to have um, kind of th- that water cooler interaction, if you will, but yeah, not a physical water cooler, you know, around the kitchen <laughs> sink or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's Greg fun. and I have a different opinion, but I don't know if he'll say <laughs> it on a recording.
0: <laughs> well, I'm jealous. I don't have anybody like that I can grab and uh, bounce things off of. Uh, I-, I end up having to contact Cassie or Jack or one of the other people and be like, hop on Google Meet with me real quick so I can can talk about something. But uh, yeah, it'd be nice to have somebody handy. Well,
1: both of you are senior research operation analysts. What's like one piece of advice um, you'd give to someone who's looking for a job in your field?
2: Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, It's a very broad field. Uh, so that makes that question super hard because it's kind of like, you know, there's a many different things you could do um, as an ORSA. That's what the Army would call you if you're a senior operations research analyst. The- yes, ORSA
0: is the term.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think to I- I'd say find, you know, of course, something that you're interested in and, you know, the kinds of problems that interest you most, figure that out first and then get really good at that. I think it's becoming a more competitive field in terms of, what people are able to do and what people are interested in doing. Um, I think, you know, there's lots of different ways to solve the same problem. So I would look into kind of, you know, maybe the softer side of, you know, what we typically think of as like business skills. And so like figuring out how to actually, you know, formulate the problem, talking to the client or the, you know, uh, whoever's problem it is, right? Making sure you understand how to kind of get the most out of that relationship and be able to bring in all the different aspects so that you can leverage whatever technical skill set you do have most effectively right i think that's kind of the, what it comes back to so you know a lot of that's kind of typical stuff i think you'd hear from most anyone of like you know build relationships learn to listen you know that, that kind of stuff um, i'd say the other thing is be flexible right blessed are the flexible because you may have the you know your bag of tricks that you're comfortable with and that you know you've leveraged a couple different times you have experience with but very often you know you don't want to fall into the situation of you know you're a hammer so everything looks like a nail right that's another thing that can be you can very easily find yourself in so you know diversify i guess um and yeah make friends and and (laughs) listen
3: yeah i think uh to To jump on that, I think the diversifying your bag of tricks is a really important thing. Um, You know, I was lucky, unlike a lot of people who have a degree like mine, where my dissertation actually touched a lot of different skill sets. Um, So I, you know, I had an optimization, I had a simulation, I had a decision model, you know, I had a number of things going on in a number of areas that I had to kind of develop skills in, and that's really helped me, especially, you know, at the New postgraduate School, but also here at Kena, where I'm working on different projects, and every project I have, I'm using a completely different skill set, I'm using a different coding language, I'm using, you know, the whole interaction with the client is different. Um, and so I think just having that flexibility and the, the adaptability um, is really important and has helped me get very far, um, as far as I've gotten, I should say.
2: <laughs> Which is very actually- fun.
3: So be good at a lot of things. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm well, kind of I like.
1: You know, I think Kana. I, I think we could all say this about a lot of people at Kana. Like people are very good at a lot of different things, which kind of makes Kana work the way we do. Um, the flexibility and you know, and people like willingness to learn. To you know, mm-hmm. you learn through different projects and stuff. Um, speaking of flexibility, Kana is a very flexible company. You know, um, work life balance is very important. I wanna know what do you guys enjoy doing in your free time besides Kena?
0: <laughs> Wait, you do stuff other than work here?
1: <laughs>
0: How dare you? <laughs> I know it's a bad habit.
2: Um. Oh
3: Well, right now our focus is um, we are anticipating our third child any day now. Oh. Um, so we are trying to prepare ourselves mentally and our household physically
0: <laughs> to,
3: to uh, receive a, another child. We have two children that we spend quite a bit of time on probably. Um, but outside of family stuff, I don't know. We like to cook a lot.
2: Yeah. I think we, yeah, we like to cook a lot. Um, bread. We both bake bread.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I got into sourdough
2: before the pandemic, our original sourdough. So.
3: I was a post-pandemic sourdough person. So
0: <laughs> Nice. Who, who is who is the more prominent cook? I'm not going to say better. cook. Probably,
3: probably Greg. He does. He does do most of the cooking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do you have like a, a favorite thing? or you like a stir fry or go out? I don't know. I'm, I'm very interested in food.
2: Oh yeah. No, I think you're right about that. Um, I think, uh, you know, in terms of a favorite dish, I love to grill. Um, I've been bugging Margaret to let me buy a smoker for some time. I don't know if that'll happen or not. Um, Let's see i also brew beer so i've got a lot of different um recipes i'm working on with that uh, as far as food goes like dish goes there's one our, our guilty pleasure is sausage gravy for breakfast oh yeah so there's Ooh. this uh sausage company from north carolina where we, we both live in raleigh north carolina and they have they make phenomenal sausage it's at the local grocery store so we'll get nieces some of that.
3: if you're ever here it's
1: called oh, niece.
2: Niece. nieces n-e-e-s-e yeah
1: when I well, lived in Charlotte, that's I think that's where they make it, and yeah, I used to always see the building. Up there
0: oh, there. <laughs> Margaret, were you? Did we? You were on board when we did our holiday cookbook last year, were you not?
3: Yes, I was.
0: Did you Did you submit something to it?
3: Yes, I'm trying to remember what I submitted. Um, I think one of them was a cranap casserole, which is mm, that was
0: pretty good. Yeah, yeah so
3: good. I think I submitted a second one, but I can't remember what it was
0: well we're probably gonna do another I don't know if it's gonna be a holiday one this year, but we'll have another one. I think uh so keep in mind something that you guys would like to share. Plus plus in our wellness initiative, we're gonna be starting up a uh a healthy recipes like forum in, in for the cana chat. For all for you people who are not caners, uh we have a very active uh water cooler slash chat board uh, because we are all virtual employees so we all work remotely from home or wherever else we might be so we like to share a lot of things on there get together online as much as we can but one of the things that we have coming up just just a heads up for you guys if you have any healthy recipes I'm gonna make a love a sub forum or whatever like that that's like unhealthy recipes <laughs> <laughs> it can be all your mac and cheese recipes and stuff like that um, <laughs> I'll have many more
2: contributions to the unhealthy recipe. I think. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. uh, So, we definitely wanted to have this talk with you guys because of your upcoming uh, third edition. I wanted to make sure we got you on the Cana Connection Spotlight before that, because your life will get a little bit busier and everything. (laughs) Uh, As far as working here at Cana, has there been a significant highlight that you weren't expecting or anything? Um
3: I don't know that I wasn't necessarily expecting this. I wasn't um, I wasn't expecting it either, but um, there was just a problem that came up with um, a tool that we use and it was kind of complicated and there wasn't really a good solution in place to to solve it and so I, you know, got a bunch of hours dedicated towards it. And um, I got to really sit and get in the weeds and write this very long, complicated algorithm. And that was a lot of fun for me to write. And I've tried to force Greg to learn some of it because he needs to use it too. (laughs) Uh, And so he's hated every minute of that. But it was, I don't know, like, that was a really fun thing for me. Like, I really like solving these kind of complex problems and um, using logic to kind of sort them out. Um, And so, I, I mean, It seems like a very silly thing. Like, Oh, I just did something at work. Um, but it was, it was a lot of fun to, it was like a little puzzle, right? And it was a puzzle I got to work on for a couple of weeks. And so it was like, you know, complex and, and I felt very accomplished when
0: I finished it. There's, there's many caners that, I mean, work is work, but there's many caners that are like, so into the thing that they do that you know, that's, com- I don't want to say common, but it's a—it's a, I hear it a lot from people when we're just having random conversation, like, cause you, you came to us through Walt DeGrange and Walt will talk your ear off about uh, operations, research, analytics and anything, especially if it's sports related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Greg, yeah. what about you?
2: Um, yeah, I think probably, you know, it's maybe a bunch of small things that kind of come together. Uh, to kind of make a, a a whole experience. I think one of the cool things is talking about Walt um, is we get the three of us, us and Walt get to co-work because Walt's in Chapel Hill. He's not far away from us at all. So we'll co-work maybe once a month mm-hmm. um, or we'll just take a day uh, out of the month and you know, just kind of hang out and catch up on stuff. And um, I think that is a really cool process. And I think it's you know developed some really good relationships. And I think that in addition with people I've been working with on a regular basis on um, the project I've been on, um, I mean, like you already mentioned, everyone here does really cool things and they're really good at what they do. So it's, it's cool to work with people like that, um, including Margaret. I think that project <laughs> that we was working on, it was really impressive to see what she did with that. Uh, I was kind of paying attention to what she was doing as she was doing it. And I was kind of aware of like, you know, what she was trying to do. But then as we've gotten into it, it's been like, dang, okay, this
0: is... Wow, that's and, cool. Had you guys worked together before coming to Canada? No. Other than school or anything?
3: No, yeah, I don't think we ever took any classes together or anything. No. I mean, in grad school, it's kind of like an office, uh, but more relaxed and less deadlines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. talk
2: about how so, OR is such a big field. I mean, her dissertation and my dissertation do not overlap, but yeah. we're, we have the same degree, the exact same degree, but our dissertations are completely mm-hmm. disparate, which is wild, right? Well, I don't well, know that, well, that happens in... in in a lot of different cases. But so when in grad school, I mean, she's working on stuff. She's talking about stuff. I kind of know what ballpark she's in, but I, you know, okay. Whatever you say, you know,
0: (laughs) following your lead. That is super interesting Uh, and and very cool.
1: I just want to thank y'all for being on our podcast and congratulations on baby number three. And I know you guys will probably be taking some time, a little time off. It's just really cool to see, you know, especially y'all that are y'all are married and, you know, being a part of Cana, it's just, it's a really cool um, concept. And
0: we're just glad to have you a part of Team Cana. And, and we look forward to meeting you in person like I do. Uh, I know Walt's met you guys a bunch, but uh, <laughs> since you, but uh, we will eventually have a company offsite again and get to meet up as a bigger crew other than just the little localized crews, which I know like to get together, like the guys out West and the guys in the, DC area and the people up here in PA and the people down there uh, get together on occasion. But uh, it'll be nice when we get to pull everybody else together. Um, so I look forward to that. Uh, like I said, Ted, thank you very much, Margaret and Greg, for joining us today on the Kana Connection podcast. Just for uh, those listening or watching, where can people reach you?
2: Oh, yeah. Um, I guess uh email is the best, right? So for yeah. me, that's just letter G, and then our last name, H-A-U-S-E-R, at com.
0: Awesome. All right. Thank you very much. Have a great day. And thank you, everybody else, for joining us on the Kana Connection podcast, reminding you guys to analyze, assess, and execute. And we'll catch you next time. See you later. Thank you.